Everybody, welcome to Life Talk Radio, where the government can cut us off at any given moment. We are underground bunkers, and I'm joined by the one and only Sean Fillers. What's up, man? How you doing? Great. How's your day been? Man, you know what? It's been a it's been a low key day. You know, I'm still in the states right now. I can't get out of here right now. But you know what? It, it is what it is. So I'm, I'm just riding it out right now in my underground bunker. Man, I, it has been strange, but it's been a busy day. It's been full of information and full of high strangeness. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it really has. You know, I, I want to start out with something a little lighter. That uh, okay. was something that we got to talk about in our second show of last night. Um, we were talking about how families are living and, you know, our future and where we were going. But what I wanted to ask you was, if you knew somebody that was going to get married, would you suggest them getting married anytime soon? <laughs> you know, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, I'm the last person to suggest anything <laughs> about marriage. You yeah. know. I mean, hell, I've no. been married. I've been married unsuccessfully three times, and uh, I think my my marital advice was was um has been out the window for a long time from now. <laughs> I think it'd be spot on. I think you should give everybody some advice. Don't do it. I think if you love somebody, you need to you need to uh spend get to know them very well. Have your own money, you know, keep your <laughs> yeah. own life. And if yes. and I think you both have got to have hopes and dreams and goals, and if one of you don't, you're going to end up holding each other back. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, we've talked about that numerous times. You're absolutely right. Um, a year ago this week, guess what we were getting ready for? What was that? Storm Area 51. Man, was that a year ago? Yes. Yes, because I looked, we were just <laughs> to go into the week of. You know, all the hype was starting. Uh, you know, I done went out and bought like three shirts. I yeah. was I was excited. Um, jumped on the bandwagon. And, huh, you know, it was, it was disastrous. <laughs> it, was a, uh, did, it was a complete dud. Did, any, but, did anything yeah. ever come of it? I, I, I remember it, but really? I don't remember whatever happened, if anything. Um, they, had a, they had a good bit of people. I mean, not as what they were thinking about. A few people went to jail, you know, I, I think it was just, it, it was nothing like they hyped it up to be and put all that money and had some sponsors. Yeah. But what's funny about Area 51, and, and we've talked about it all of last year, and we started into January of this year talking about UFOs, aliens and stuff. I've had some articles I've read the past week that's bringing up Area 51 again in October 27th. Now, I asked some people about it. What's so significant about October 27th? And with Area 51, and people were going, oh, I don't know. I'll look it up and stuff. And we were talking today, this morning, about something that was strange, and it kind of goes with the weather, too. And I was like, man, I cannot wait to talk to Sean about this. You know, it, it, we know that there's weather manipulation, but we also know that it's been a strange weather year anyway. And then you look at all the, the hurricanes, and you, you said just last night, we were in still for a hurricane season, right? Yes. But we've had so many earthquakes lately. And what they pointed out to me was, if that's true about October 27th and Area 51, which... I'm just not 100% sure about that. Like last year, I was 100% sure everybody was going to Area 51. You know, this and these stories and all this stuff that's being put out is kind of odd. But what was brought to my attention was, what about if these are not earthquakes? What about if these are underground bases that are there blowing up on purpose? You know, that's something we, we've talked about before, is that what was going on in California and all of the other places. If you looked at the maps, I think we even, we've even shared it. I might even shared it. Yes. Some of the underground bunkers and stuff and then some of the earthquakes actually pinpoint some of those locations. And, that, mm -hmm. and you know, that's very possible. And you start getting into the, some of the trial trafficking and what's going on with the underground stuff and everything else. That that's very well could be what's going on. I mean, and, you know, that's 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 very believable. And you've talked about it a lot in the past few years. 
you even had the opportunity to go to Denver, Colorado. Yes. Yes, uh, I, I, I've, I've had the opportunity to go through the airport a couple of times and check it out. Which is super strange. It is. It is. And, you know, I think the, the, the strangest thing to me, and, and, that's so, and I've been in a lot of airports, is that airport just feels different. The vibrations, the feeling, the energy is completely different than any place else I've ever been. I mean, what what gives it that feeling, though? I mean, is it just, is it something supernatural? Is it some type of energy that you can feel? Or is it just so sinister and, and just you just have no clue what's going on or what's under you? See, I don't think it's sinister as much as it's, it's, it's there to wake us up. And mm-hmm. I think I think it's 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 the entrance to an underground facility that runs, I think maybe even thousands of miles. I know people think that's unbelievable. And I think that's very possible, and I think it's almost the capital of you know it is the capital of COG, the continuity mm-hmm. of government. And I think if you start looking at the two fractions at war between the roosters and the owls, that is the mainstay for the roosters, and I think that's why they've got all them signs, symbols, and everything there to let you know. And I can tell you, just being there and sitting in that airport and, you know, I've sat in the bar and I've sat in restaurants. I was there a couple mm-hmm. times and um, it's just a, the vibration there is different. It, it, it's very, it's just an unsettling feeling while you're there. <clears throat> well, with that being said, and a lot of stuff has come back out and it's actually come out in the past couple of weeks. We just have not been able to catch a break to where me and you could talk about it and tonight seems like a good night because i put something out last night that i wanted you to look at and you actually sent me something this evening that i looked into but what was so funny about that is i already had stuff in my notes to talk to you about tonight and and for our listeners i want to start up by explaining the difference between occult and cult because a lot of people get that terminology confused. And I'm be honest with you, when we get into ritual abuse, satanic ritual abuse, I personally screw that up a good bit. But for our listeners, occult, when you say occult, you're talking about more of a mystic, mystical, magical belief, uh, secret societies, uh, the study of alchemy and the occult. And it's basically, in layman's term, it's just hidden. When you say occult, it's, it's a hidden to where you say cult is more of a religious devotion, uh, you know, towards a particular like figure or object or God. Um, and it's more of a following, uh, you know, small groups of sinister beliefs could be a cult. And even they, they put this in this category, which I don't I'm not really a fan of using it. But when you talk about satanic worship, cult is just unusual it's an unusual religious um, interest. But when you talk about being a professional and, and knowing a lot about this stuff, Sean, to, you know, you are, a, I know you hate using the word and you don't like it, but you, when it comes to the occult and studying this stuff and even the serial killers and now the psychology behind it of a new age of serial killers, you are absolutely the professional in that sub. <laughs> and, and and you hate you hate the word, and I get it, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I've been battling that word for a month now, <laughs> but you're an expert on the subject. You're yeah. a professional on the subject, and, and 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 every you're just deemed as that. You know what where I'm talking about. Yeah. You want to add anything else that I may have missed or messed up? Well, you know, you know we 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 are well versed in this, and we have a lot of experience, and and a lot of our over 20 years of, of work in this field was mainly Long toward whether mainly toward occult type of research instead of ghost hunting we had a side mm-hmm. ghost hunting team and, and our and our personal work was toward the occult side and and we say this and 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 the most important thing is that we're not i'm not against anybody that that practices wicca practice no. voodoo hoodoo or anything like that at all I, I mean i think that's that's out there and i think that if you really ask talk to you and i and ask us certain questions and you'd say do you completely believe everything you learn in churches and everything the christian bible tells you 
A lot of times we might honestly say no. And they'll say, oh, do you believe in a supreme architect of the universe? And you and I are going to say yes. Then they'll come back and say, well, you're a Luciferian. Then you're like, (laughs) I mean, I mean, I'm just, I mean, that's the common thing right now. Like, like when you get into when they talk about George Washington and Benjamin Franklin and everything else, but and like even when you start even honestly when you get in the church of satan that's not what i'm talking about when i get into about satanic ritual abuse or anything like that we've had um various people on our show and I, i'm so sorry i can't think of the, the one gentleman's name that i think a lot of us and um and he and he's a member of the church of satan and man, he would always answer our questions um honestly openly on mm-hmm. our show and, and um but it's not what we have researched and not what we're targeting. We looked into these cases like the Atlanta child murders and even the cases that we've worked with that, that with young people or people that have suffered satanic ritual abuse. And, you know, Russ Dizdar and them does. Yeah. He's he's the man on that. But, you know, we spent a lot of time with that. And even with me personally, I wrote about it in, in my book because I think sometimes you spend so much time in this field that these these organizations and they're highly organized they're highly um i guess you can say uh i don't know the right word attached to um government entities and different ranks mm-hmm. of society you'll be absolutely amazed and that clip i sent you today about dr phil was an absolute choke because dr phil was lying about that police yeah. department that says they've never heard of adrenochrome i can yeah. tell you you and i have personally worked with small law enforcement agencies eight years ago and that was very it was known you know this this is not this is not something that these law enforcement agencies don't know yeah and we're going to get into that in the latter part of the show um i want to set that up before the dr phil episode of something that was brought to my attention and the past few months little bits and snippets of things have been brought to my attention but i haven't had time to really sit down like i did and get some notes and stuff because I wanted to talk to you in depth about things that were going on and it's just amazing that you sent that um yeah I'm going to talk about and I'm not going to really get into a lot of this case because actually it's still a semi-active case uh this lady had kind of come out and talked about her molestations and rape uh multiple times at 14 years of age she was forced into a marriage at 18 had a child at 20. Um, she built the courage up after all that. Uh, and from what I've read from 14 on up, even in the marriage, she was, you know, raped. Um, she left this church at 27. At 28, she almost bled to death. Now, between that time, um, she had lost 125 pounds. PTSD and mental health had set in. And she finally left her husband at 32. And this was into a cult, actually in a church-based system. You know, when we talk about stuff like that, the first thing they to say or they'll throw up is it's some kind of devil worshiping, satanic ritual stuff. And it's not. It's not. Some of it is, but a lot of it's not. It goes back to a group of people that have real, I guess, ritualistic uh, maybe groups, Sean. And and they do this, and this has been going on for a long time. It's just amazing that she got the courage to get up and leave and get her child and get out of that setting. And then, Sean, you sent me the Dr. Phil thing today, which I was absolutely blown away, but I remember the Jesse Grace of June of 20. I believe 2016 and what what blew me away with that date Sean me and you worked another case in Pike County Alabama that was yeah. July of 2016 and had the exact same story and if you don't think that's odd <laughs> there's a lot of stories like uh, Jesse Gray that are all over the southeast United States there, there is and I think um, if people don't realize that that human sacrifice, child sacrifice, sexual abuse during rituals and stuff. It, I don't think they really realize how, how common that is and how much it truly is going on. And and, and, the, and people ask why. Why do they do this if, they, if they're if they doing that? And it's as simple as 
as as me making a phone call is when they do these rituals they connect to these entities whether you want to call it demons whatever they are and they make deals it gives them power it gives them knowledge it gives them certain things that are promised to them these rituals and stuff are commonly done on these dates so they can make these contacts and on these moon phases these solar phases on these ritual dates to things like Lilith and different things like that they connect it's easier to make that connection and they use these sacrifices and these sacrifices have been going on since the Mayans and it goes over and over again and long term sexual abuse and things as well has gone on we've worked numerous cases I've had a personal experience that I feel like that it was actually sent to me for a certain reason like I said I wrote about it and they Mm -hmm. deal with multiple personality disorder they have horrific nightmares they will open up sometimes on certain personalities and share things with you about what happened to them they have their soul remember certain things they will let you know throughout this time they will um when they was have certain personalities they could be at a higher intelligence they're extremely manipulative and and it's it's an on and on again and and it's normally connected to their families and it and, and it's normally starts at a very young age where they're brought on they're they're they go through these rituals and they go through this these things and they're abusing it and they're processed through and, and they and they're sent out to this world to do these to do these jobs it's real i know it sounds crazy but it's real it, it is and i, I want to give our uh, audience a little uh, a little backstory as far as when we say the satanic ritual abuse of course in the 1970s you know we had the rise of occultism like the satanism cult in the 70s were you know were growing here in america you know the 60s and 70s you had a string of mass murders which sean does a hell of a presentation on a lot of the serial killers back then um the anton LaVey satanic bible had come out and america at the time was growing with all this fascination of the occult serial killers and then we boomed into the 80s where we had the reagan era you know aids scare had started stranger danger and around 81 to 83 we started categorizing in the psychology world i guess satanic ritual abuse and you know you had fear in neighborhood you had all this stuff going on on top of a christian fundamentalism uh movement in the early 80s so you have also two different groups you have the satanic cults and you have the ones that were basically to me a clandestine group of more of sexual abuse predators which i think america is having a problem with that now but what was odd is around the mid 80s into the 90s psychologists started dealing with the memories of these younger kids as they were getting into you know their teenage young adult years and they started getting bits and pieces of all this abuse that had gone on in the 80s and that that's where we get like the terminology the ritual stuff but you're right sean it's going on now and i've noticed something else that's been in like the i'm not going to say it's mainstream uh media but it's more of the trafficking networks that people have throughout the united states and information that's coming out and it's something that you talked about before i even knew anything about it and that was august august what organ harvesting yes the organ harvesting that is more popular now than ever Oh, it, 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 is, it is huge. And, you know, that's his, that has actually been going on since the 80s. I mean, one of the craziest things, you know, if you go back to some of the old the Crips and the Blood warfares and you'd have somebody ride through the uh, neighborhood and they and they shoot up this house and there's like a somebody's on the porch and there's all these bullets sprayed and that person dies with one, one, one gunshot to the head. So you telling me there was 50 bullets sprayed these homes in Los Angeles, but only one caught the guy in the head. I mean, these things have, is, is these things has gone on over and over again. Yeah. You know, there there's strange stories that's tied to Trayvon Martin. Strange stories that's yeah. tied to that the horrific story that young man in Valdosta, Georgia, that was in that wrestling mat was his organs gone. But this has been going on for years, and to me, I think that I, I could be wrong, and I'm just speaking now off kilter. But I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that's almost it's the number two illegal trade in the world right now. 
is, it is, is Oregon it, harvesting. It's close. It's close to human trafficking, but after this year, I believe it's all going to change from illegal narcotics um, to gun smuggling. You know, we've had a hell of a year in 2020, and you're going to yeah. see a lot of this stuff change uh, in the numbers. And and I hate to say I'm looking forward to seeing if these numbers are correct to what I have. You know, because different groups undoubtedly get their information from different places. But what I wanted to pick your brain on something with what, you know, you're talking about the organ harvesting. You don't find it odd that our military base in Fort Hood's had 28 deaths and the MK Ultra stuff had come out a few months ago. And now these were different groups talking about it. And I don't know if they were fear mongering or putting it out there just for, you know, uh, maybe they needed five minutes of fame or something. But a lot of people were commenting on it, saying that this stuff was all still covered up, that the government still had these occult-like experiments going on now. Uh, is that just crap, or do you, can you buy into some of that? Oh, abs- that, that is absolutely a thousand percent still going on today. And I think what's going on at Fort Hood is basically that it actually just kind of got out of hand. And I think sometimes you get in with too many people gets in the know. Mm-hmm. I think I think when once that starts to happen, things get absolutely out of hand. And I think what's going on at Fort Hood, I don't think it's ever going to be completely and truly known what's happening. But there's definitely something sinister going on there, and it's definitely something far beyond our beliefs. And if you start getting into MK Ultra, the government experiments. I think you're seeing it now more than you did in the '60s. Just due to the fact because of what's happening with our mask and the programming and different um, different things of mind altering where people are getting out of their minds, I think it's absolutely happening right now. And, and th- these are this is my opinion on this. You know, when when you talk about the satanic ritual abuse in the '80s and in the early '90s, well, and when I say right at, I'm talking about like right at 1990. We we yeah. cha- we changed the name up. I think I think we tried to clean it up and, and say this was ritual abuse because what people don't realize is you had all the Catholic Church globally and all the priests started coming out with the sexual abuse cases that were super popular. You know they were everywhere, and then you talk about all this on top of that, which a lot of people say it's a conspiracy theory. But I'm not buying that because personally, I talked to some uh, federal investigators because I sent them an email after because I was all over the place when I was talking to them and I wanted to bring all this up. So I sent them an email. Long story short, they sent it back, but they they had only been in the field about 15 years. They never experienced it. And, and they sent me to somebody else who was a lot older goes, yes, yeah, some of these cases that that's real that he had experience in some of these cases of kids that were ritually abused in some type of uh, satanic worship blood worship whatever you want to call it and and I know Sean you've worked with different departments in the past few years and it's funny because a lot of them don't really know about this stuff and I don't know if it's just not in where people want to believe it. Why is it that a lot of people just shy away from all this stuff? And I'm seeing it from a lot of adults everywhere now. And it's not just stuff like this. It's a lot more of, I mean, everything that's bad, we're shying away from it, but we're not wanting to stand up and, and do something. Because you can't, because the people that's involved in these are, are your mayors, your police chiefs, city councilmen. Um, business owners, uh, generals, lieutenants, colonels. I mean, these these ain't um, Johnny Crackhead from the South Side. And these people in these highly, uh, these they, I guess you say these highly enriched uh, organizations that they pra- practice this stuff. They come from um, from all different areas. Well, yes, sir. Do you think the, you know, the Adrenochrome? It's just gotten popular to me in the past maybe two years. You know, it was really taboo when it came out around 2018, but we kind of knew it. But we were already studying and doing a lot of this stuff. And when you started writing uh, 
all the different serial killers and and we were doing some shows a couple of years ago just on that alone it started coming coming into play do you think that has been going on for a longer time than we think oh yes you know i think we 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 talked about it for a really long time but we really never gave a name to it we just Mm, talked about the blood drinkers and i think when we talk about the blood drinkers and stuff like that we didn't get into the actually really what it was and 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 that's what it was and i think when you get in some of the vampire type stories and stories about where people was murdered and blood was taken and certain stuff like that and i think that's really what you're getting into and what's it tied to and i really think it's important when you look at what's going on with fort hood everything else look at that about elite about the illegal aliens look to see if there was any kids taken to any bases nearby or any of those locations nearby and really take, take a look at what's going on with the trafficking wise and different things and i think you might be surprised all right let, let me ask you a question on this <clears throat> if we talked about it last night we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about how 2020 has just been an absolute circus and how they kind of knew people people kind of knew this was going to happen if you go back to around 1967 well i take that back let's go 66 when anton lavey of san francisco uh put together the age of satan the church of satan and then in between 66 and 69 he wrote the bible um 70 75 you know like i said was the United States was really, you know, it was almost popular. It was almost like a pop culture. Yeah. And then you run into 84, where you had a couple of serial killers that basically used the occult stuff. Do you think that was done on purpose to set, let's see, do you think it was done on purpose to set the ways going into where we're at now? You know, I don't think it was. I think it was done on purpose. I don't really, I mean, I do think it was done on purpose. I think what's going on, like we've talked about with Charlie Manson and how, mm-hmm. and how basically nobody really ever questioned where he got the drugs and, he, and the endless supply of drugs. And nobody really ever questioned in regards to his, um, his probation officer being a, a member of the CIA at one time. And why was his probation officer meetings at the YMCA? Nobody, you don't really get into the untold things about the snuff films and the sex films, the shared Tate of her being actually abused. That, that was in the upstairs of that house when she was murdered. The other family, the husband lady that owned the store that was also murdered, they said there was no ties to Sharon Tate, but there's rumors and stuff they was there at some of those swinger parties and so on. So, so they. they that stories in the whole that there's always there what you see and what you get into is, is just is just the top of the water and i think mm-hmm. you can go you can dive in and you can and once you go deep in the bottom start diving in and you, once you get to that seabed you're gonna see it's all connected and i think that's what's happening that's what you see so if you had somebody that was just getting into this research and you know kind of knew a good bit about religion but wanted to you know kind of jump into the rabbit hole would you say go looking for the power or follow the money i want you to think about this because brother i had to think about that for two days (laughs) because i knew we'd end up talking about this and i kind of changed my mind a little bit you know you know you really i I, my suggestion if somebody was into this and definitely into the religion I, i would definitely say money is power and I think I think if you really want to start somewhere, I would start with the uh, the Catholic Church and Roman satanic rituals and what they've allowed inside their church since then, and then and then and then and then start chasing the rabbit hole from there. And then also you can you can dive into um, I mean if anybody wants to question religion and different stuff, dive into Bohemian Gold Grove and Moloch the Owl. Mm-hmm dive into uh, all these things and that's the and you know where there's money there's power where there's power there's money but what the real power is everybody wants is that unseen power of control um you know there's been a lot of people come out writing articles on conspiracy claims that the satanic ritual abuse was not as real as as people you know you'll have 50 people talking about it and 50 people trying to discredit it but the problem that i've had and this is just me alone with just the research that i'm doing 
And hell, anybody that gets on Google that reads, you know, because you know, you don't watch the news, Sean. And really, no. all my news is basically online, Twitter. I, I like getting some news off Twitter and different groups and stuff. <clears throat> it's funny how a lot of police officers in 1994 writing uh, papers and educational pieces about how they didn't really think it was true. But yet, I just told you, I talked to somebody a couple of months ago that had, you know, that was in his like 60s that had dealings with them. So do they put, and I'm sure they do, but it seems like they'll put enough negative stuff out and then they'll hide some of the positive, the real stuff to make you start questioning things or to make you think you're crazy and you're just going to go, I don't want to read it no more because I don't know what's true and what's not. I mean, I, I mean, you don't want to believe, I think anybody normal don't want to believe this. And if anybody asks and say, Where, what's some, what's some good things to start reading about? I would say I would, I would, I would always start out with the Hosanna church in, in, um, in Louisiana. That's a good one recently to read about. I mean, these things are real. Go, go jump right into the Franklin conspiracy before you ever look at Pizzagate. Go back to the eighties when that went on. And I think that, um, if you really want to be creeped out, go back and look at the, the at the West Memphis and those children that was murdered, and mm-hmm. then watch all those documentaries. And what is the third documentary when it begins with the man and the lady at the cemetery crying, and the guy walking behind them in that video was Ed Edwards, a serial killer. I mean, why is he in that video? What is Ed Edwards? He has connections to the hand of death cult and different things. If you really want to get creeped out, that's fact. That's there. How are these things happening? I mean, and they're they're in there, and there there is no such thing as coincidences. And if you really want to research and start doing this, all you're going to start doing is flipping over stones. And every time you flip a stone over, you know you'll get your blank. You're you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh my god. Then you're gonna get to the <laughs> next stone. You're gonna flip that over like, oh my god. Are you kidding me? And as you flip these stones, you're gonna keep getting your mind blown. Like I, I'm absolutely blown away. And then, and then, and then you're going to get into certain cases like the Hosanna Church. You really spend the time that we spent with Atlanta child murders, and you're going to get enraged when you see about yes. the pure, the pure sinister forces at hand in these things. And then, when you personally know somebody and love somebody, and spend seven years with them, and you know how they're tortured, and you see how they have multiple personalities, and you see how they have these nightmares, and you see where their families come to your house and even try to perform a ritual behind the scene, and you catch them and kick them out. That these things are real, and these organizations find you, and they send people to infiltrate your, your circle to disrupt you. And if you don't and believe it, it's a fact. This is a fact, and these it happens. And and that's why the '80s were so hard on so many kids, and a lot of people didn't find this out till the mid '90s. And by the mid '90s, we started labeling everything else differently. You know, everything has a label. And if it's a dirty word, we're going to change it. You know, as the years go by, we'll take something bad and make it to be, you know, good. It's kind of like where we're at in 2020, in my opinion. Um, And then I wanted to go back to some of the research. Do do you find it funny that Netflix in the past, I'd say last year and this year, started getting kind of uh, out there with some of their shows about, you know, serial killers? uh, Did the, was Netflix the one that did the David Koresh? I'm not sure. I think so. I think so. I think so. You know, that that was another one um, out of Texas. And then there's a couple of more that had come out. Um, and then, of course, the serial killers, two of the main big serial killers, were back in the news last month. And it really didn't get a lot of publicity and I know it's everything's covered up with wearing a mask social distancing and election which to me is all crap anyway but if I'm not mistaken the Golden Gate uh, serial killer got sentenced again (laughs) really? Um, yeah you know because he's in a wheelchair now or he showed up in court in a wheelchair but he got another he like he's not getting out but and he's going to probably, hell, probably die in the next couple of years. Hell, I don't even think he'll make it in a couple of years. 
but at least they found out, you know, who, who did this. So maybe some of these other families can have closure. And another one that we talked about one night that was super weird to me. And I mean, the more you read and research on this guy, he creeps me out is the one who draws the pictures of him. Yeah. Yes. What is that? Is that BTK? Uh, yes. Yeah. BTK. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, was, that's a really creepy one. And what he he was African American truck driver, right? Oh no, no, no! You're talking about you're talking about the other guy, BTK. I know you're talking. You talking about Sam Little? Sam Little yeah, was Sam what, Little. Yes, he, Sam Little, who you're talking creepy. about? Yes, yeah, he's a very creepy one. Very, um, very creepy. Especially drawing pictures of him after so many years, and and. Uh, I know you did a story on it, Sean. Didn't he? Isn't how they? Um, didn't they close some of these cases out because of that? <coughs> they did. He drew they, the pictures of them. They, yes, he drew the pictures of them, and they was able to connect to the ladies. Was and he had a he had just such a what's creepy of it is like he done the he he the murders probably happened in the nineties, early nineties, and he he no. could, he could draw details of their clothes and what they looked like. <laughs> like he had just a finite memory of them at that time it, is that not sick as hell man uh because i saw some of the pictures he drew and i mean they look like they're in real time just you know how you go to new orleans and the dude to take drew the picture of you yes they look like that but they were like 25 years ago yes but i mean I mean, I mean, Sam Little is one, and he's kind of a new one too. That's more and more information comes out about him. I think they they think he killed possibly ninety something people. Yes. Um, they, I think they only arrested him for like eleven, but they're they're looking around ninety something. Well, one thing talking about the serial killers and the these different elite groups and stuff, and how we've talked about that this stuff does happen. You know, I did kind of. I didn't get my feelings hurt, but I kind of got the like wind knocked out of me is when I started asking <laughs> these people about why or have you ever worked elite group child trafficking cases? You know, and nobody's never worked these cases. And I'm going, huh? Like it really took a, like the wind out of me because there's not a lot of people that work them, but all of a sudden, What's going on in America today? Somebody's telling something. Yeah. Is that, you know, we talked about that again last night and it come out again this morning, how another group come and said, and it's so weird. They come out of the blue talking about that. All this news about these kids missing is, 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 is factual, but there's a lot of discrepancies <laughs> into it too. And I'm like, that goes back to what I just said. Like, You'll have people come out with the truth and you'll have people come behind them with so much crap, you don't know what to believe. And it's like they do it on purpose to confuse people. And that's why I think a lot of Americans shy away from this stuff. And, and, and you know, it goes back to how you've been talking about, what do we say, they're the sheep, or no, they're living in a bubble, right? Yeah. They're living in well, a bubble. People shouldn't want to live in a bubble. <laughs> I mean, sometimes people choose to because it's safe. You just don't want to believe. You don't want to look. But now it's time you got to start looking because it's you can't. The evil can't hide anymore. They're they're coming to surface, and 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 it's a good thing that we've been talking about it. It's a blessing that we've had an opportunity to open people's eyes. And like I, I say every show, and I say it again. I'm not saying believe everything I say. It's okay if we don't if you don't believe what I say. If you don't agree, research. I want you to research this yourself, and I promise you. You'll find something I missed, and then you'll share it with the next person, and then we'll keep that chain going, and that's how it's going to work. I usually get, you said that wrong. How's <laughs> that? That's what I'll get. I'll get a message going, you know, when you were talking about that, you kind of said it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, for my defense, a lot of these shows, I don't have notes. Like, I have a few notes tonight because there was a couple of key things I wanted to ask Sean to yeah. make sure we talked about because this stuff is serious and it does go on. Uh, you know, it, it was big in Savannah, the yeah. Carolina, New Orleans, a lot of these port cities. 
and it, it's kind of blind, you know, blended in with um, to where you don't know is it just a plain murder or is it a cult murder I mean that's why I always tell everybody to please follow NOLA or missing.com and you'll be amazed yes. how many people goes missing every day and you know in New Orleans nobody no crime and just like when they put all the homeless people on the buses and let them stay in hotels during the COVID, I would I say, how long did it take before you start seeing homeless people show up missing where loved ones are looking for? Yeah. I mean, I mean, and that's fact. Go back and research it. You can find it yourself. And, you know, and, and that's something you make a great point because I don't ever know what you're going to ask me. And I might, no. I might, I might miss, misspeak a lot of things because I'm trying to go off memory. And, you know, I'm getting old, too, so I might miss some little details. But the, the key is fact check me, research it yourself, and then you can find out and learn it and share it with somebody else. You know, I bet you our listeners don't know that. Our <laughs> listeners no. don't know. When we do these shows, and even Deborah comes on, but mostly when Sean's on here, he has no clue what the show's going to be about. <laughs> I don't. That's what, you know, because it's kind of cool doing that because I didn't want a scripted show. I want it to be from the heart, raw, emotional. Uh, you know, I don't want anything sugar-coated because I want our listeners to listen to what we've seen and what we've studied and researched and the hell, what we're feeling about these different topics. And Because Sean's right. Research it yourself and read into it. Because that what, I mean, that's good communication. I mean, all this is good communication for everybody. And, and you know, and, I was... And, you know, people don't realize that we've worked these occult cases that we we, we stumbled on active murder scenes. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and we've been right in the middle of it. And we've, and we've been blessed to work with, with law enforcement. You know, we, we was brought into an occult type of a case by, by a lady that she said she knows her son wasn't hung. And, um, and we went and investigated it and went and met with the people, interviewed, looked at what they were, and they were... Uh, practicing some dark magic, and um, we, and there, and there was an, a, a leader of their group who we knew for a fact that 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 young man was murdered. Yep, a part of a ritual. And then we, we went to the police, and the police said, "How did y'all know that?" And we was like, "Uh oh!" And then we was in the middle of that case. And that has gone on. We we've helped families, we've helped law enforcement, we've helped people, and also we we researched stuff on our own and. And we stumbled into a lot of this stuff by just, I don't know how, I think sometimes God kind of opened these doors to us, you know? Hell, I was on a tour in New Orleans and we stumbled up on a serial killer case. I mean, you, I mean, you never know where your tip's going to come in and where people will find you. That's true. Because <laughs> I remember that case well. Because <laughs> I looked at you and go, there she blows, Robin. There she blows, Robin. And then all of a sudden, we're sitting in a police department. But, well, I, 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 you know, I, what stands out is that we're 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 in the middle of nowhere, and um, there is this a ritual cabin. How I would describe it? Yes. And there's, there's this gothic people. This only you'd make this in the movie, and I remember that um, that Jeremy looked at the guy and says, "Are we in danger?" And he looks at Jeremy and says, y'all are in great danger. And you and Rick Dees pulled y'all's pistol and said, we're not in danger. We're not <laughs> in danger. Because, and I because, because I didn't take it serious. We was in the middle of nowhere. And I'm talking about where cell phones barely worked. I No clue where we're at. We're up here. I'm already like ill because it's just nothing they told us is happening. And then that happened. And then I'm looking at Sean going, and, uh -oh. and I and I think I put my foot in my mouth when I told the boys' mama that that guy did it, and that guy yeah. was standing in the doorway, and then and then Jeremy, and then that's I guess how it all stumbled down the hill. Yeah. Jeremy saying, um, "Are we in danger?" And that guy said, "Yes." And you and Rick showed your firearms. So I mean, that's stuff yeah. you can't make up. I mean, no, we was right, in and we was right in the middle of of, of, of ritual of, of ritual death of case yes. that we worked, and it wasn't our first time. We worked and, somebody, uh, somebody that was from Fort Worker. We worked numerous cases like this. And then you know you just have to go to the police department. And I think that's the hardest part. You know, I don't know if any other people think that that's so easy because when you go there and talk to them, and you start talking about all this stuff, and they're looking at you like you're absolutely nuts, but they know something. You know, they know something 
that we're telling them that they're going, how did they know? And then you start putting the puzzle together and they go, oh, well, we need to, <laughs> what did he say? We need to go uh, round them up or something. Well, you remember the, uh, I don't know if that if that guy was a chief, police chief, or what he was, but remember he called them GD witches. Yeah, he, well, he, he called them. Violently. He called them GD witches, but they wasn't witches. But they, no. they they but but they but that's what he called them. But the, but they were like a they did practice satanic type of dark magic. But you know, I call that clandestine satanic uh, cult. Uh, yes, that that's like, that's exactly what that is. Though. You're right, just, David. That's that's the proper they're just term. They're being clandestine. You know, they shit. Well, I tell you what, he got him a life sentence though. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> and we go got him. Got him. Got yeah. him. He did. Um, but but this stuff does go on, and but people got to pay attention, and you know we're living in a strange world. Also, I wanted to ask you something that I didn't get in the beginning of the show on that Jesse girl. You know, they also talked about, because Dr. Phil was looking like he was, you know, he's such a good actor. I, you know, yeah. they filmed that girl too. Yeah. Just like the other cases we worked in 2016, they all filmed these girls now. And we worked another private case that... As soon as we got there, you go, hey, huh? You know, I think they're filming this. Yeah. And I like, I go, what? And we walked around and we looked at that uh, building where yeah. all the windows were blocked out. And I go, you're absolutely correct, sir. Yes. You know, they, that, that's a they, big thing. They, they perform these dark rituals and, and they use them as snuff films and these sacrifices. And they can sell them on the dark web for a lot, a lot of money. And you know, we worked a case. We we work out another case that we currently had worked for the past couple of years. That I believe that it was that that the that the lady's murder or what what happened to her was filmed. And we hadn't confirmed it, but we've gotten enough support that believe that. And I think that happens more time or not when there's some type of ritual type of stuff involved. And and also a lot of these, especially in Alabama now. They're coming up with the, almost the same storyline, you know, uh, disappearing, somebody saying they were put in a barrel, uh, they were filmed, uh, they were cut up and burned. I mean, it's yeah. almost like they're doing the same story or they're watching way too much TV because or there's I, something I, really sinister out there. And what I honestly think is that what what they do is what they know that works and that's why a lot of these bodies end up in these garbage cans that's why a lot of them set on fire inside the garbage can a lot of times they're spreading certain ash piles i think it's done that way because a lot of times they can get away with it and they can easily just discard the body and but you know what's funny i mean we've come so far with dna and a lot of dna has put a lot of people in jail and a lot of cases solved but yeah. they're still doing it I mean, it's almost like they're reckless about it because, you know, of course, the numbers I'm sure are going to change. We're going to actually go up to probably 900,000 a year, if not a million a year, kids go missing. You know, they're going somewhere, but a lot of them are being picked up and farmed. And see, people get pissed off when I say that, Sean. Yeah. Have you, when you talk about kids being picked up and farmed, that's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it, here, here, you you get a kid that's missing, and this girl's been missing for a couple of years. People are going to slowly stop looking for them, but what they are, they're hid in in these, I guess, bunker style farms or even held farms. Yeah, that nobody knows where they're at. They're so connected with with highfalutin people, they can get medical care, and what they do is they they take them and they get them pregnant and use the baby in blood rituals and when you talk to people about it they just look at you like you're nuts and then they go uh i could i could see what that, that would happen and i go yeah, yeah happens a lot because hey. nobody's looking for that girl and nobody knows that she's had a baby no and no. i think it's getting to be a little bit more popular with our South American culture and, and, and people that come in here, 
they're farming babies to sell them now. That that's going to be next year's big thing. I I, I definitely can see. That. I think that that has been going on a little while anyway. I, I'm terrified of that, Sean. And and, yeah. and I'm sure it has been going on, but I'm talking about kind of mainstreamish. It really bothers me a little bit, and I mean it really does bother me. Um, that we're getting to to a place that's so sinister, but you know, like last night, we we did. You know, there's a lot of good going on, and I hope you're absolutely a million percent right, which I think you are. Good's going to overcome all this. We just got to get it together and and start working on it. That's it. That's all you can do, brother. Have faith. Hey, and don't be afraid to flip over these rocks and research and expose these <laughs> people and expose the truth. Yes. yes. What you gotta and do. that's why we we wanted to start our own movement October 11th, 2020. Uh, cleansing movement. You know, no matter what religion you are, pray, meditate, put some positive thoughts out. You know, let's be positive on October 11th. Let's all put our thoughts together. And, you know, as shown through thoughts create, right? That's right. <laughs> and, you, and you know what we really need to do, too? And, and I'm serious about this. You know how we, we, we go to New Orleans during Thanksgiving week and we do these trips. We need to do a, a radio show trip. When we go somewhere, we'll tell everybody, this is we're going to this trip on this weekend. Everybody come. You get We'll do live radio shows the entire weekend. You'll hang out. We'll, we'll ask you questions and make it kind of a fun event where we're not making money out of it. It's just a event, getting out of town, doing a tour. We need to really plan something like that. You know, I'd like to plan that here in the next month or so. If it cools down, yes. like I'm thinking the uh, government's got the weather. Yes. <laughs> um, it should cool down next month. But I was going to ask you about that since you got the end, you know, Mr. Sellers with the government. Is the weather going to get cooler next month? Are we going to see a fall? You know what? I think September, like I said, we're not done with the hurricanes and stuff for September. I think we'll definitely see a fall. And I think you'll probably have a really, really bitter winter. That's what I like to hear. I'm hoping we have a good winter. Yeah. yeah. I really you know, I gotta be, you know, we do these shows, and that's why we have to live our life on the run and stay in these bunkers. Yes. <laughs> and that's yes. why this weekend I'll be heading back to Costa Rica. You know? well, hey, are you at a place that has power? Because you know I have what? no power here. I, you know what? I have power. I am in a good good spot right now. Well, well, stay stay cool. I'm fixing to go jump into the river, take a bath, <laughs> and, um, and we'll do it again tomorrow night. All right, brother. You have a good night. Love you, man. Love you.